0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot MakeYourBed. Welcome to the Make Your Damn Bed Podcast, a low-key, real-talk, motivation podcast to play while you make your bed every morning to incorporate healthy routine into your day-to-day. Build momentum and better your life. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to day 288 of the Make Your Damn Bed Podcast. The truth and reality can be brutal. But honesty doesn't have to be. We're always like, oh, he's brutally honest. Why? You can tell people the truth gently. And of course, we can't plan for or know how others will react to anything, regardless of how kind and compassionate and truthful we are in the revealing, but we can absolutely set others and ourselves up for success by taking those feelings into consideration when we are sharing the truth with others. I taught children for many years, I was a nanny and I also was a school teacher, and as a result I have learned how to give honest responses in a way that is friendly to each person I'm speaking to. And when I was talking to 5th graders I could obviously use different language than I did when I was talking to kindergartners. But I was still very authentic and honest with how I would communicate. And we would talk about tough things like the history of our country and family problems. But I could do so in a way that was gentle and compassionate and age appropriate and personality appropriate. That's something I think a lot of us don't consider. And obviously it's not your job or responsibility to chameleon your own personality to accommodate everyone else's learning style, but it is a helpful trait when you are having tougher conversations with people. It's good to notice how they respond and how they like to talk and how they like to communicate so you can come at them with tougher subjects from a place that they might actually listen and respond to without getting defensive because it's incredibly common to get defensive about any of our held beliefs. And by grouping you in with the type of people who listen to this podcast, I'm gonna say you're a little more compassionate and open-minded than some of the people you might be dealing with. But just because other people are on edge or aggressive or feeling defensive doesn't mean you still can't have those conversations with them. Although it might be a little more intimidating, there are ways to be truthful and kind, to be honest without brutality. It truly doesn't have to be one or the other. You can talk about reality compassionately, kindly, and gently with anybody, as long as you take into consideration what you're doing. You can tread lightly with heavy shit. Even if you do have to censor something or filter something because of a certain age group or personality type, there are still ways to be honest without omitting the truth, but also giving people what they need by telling them what to expect. And of course, you're a human too, so there will be some things you don't know, and things that you have to learn, and if people are giving you brutal honesty, you can ask them to deliver that same information in a nicer way. Living authentically, honestly, realistically, it's easier. It means you don't have to put on a filter of being brutal or being super fucking nice or being somebody you're not. You can just call things as you see them and not have to dwell too much in the past of them or the future potentials. And you can just experience as it comes and know that you, since you're living authentically and honestly and kindly, can do so without feeling defensive or attacked, and also while making other people feel defensive and attacked. You're capable. I have the utmost faith in you. But remember that honesty doesn't have to be brutal, even though the truth sometimes can be. You have the choice to make it more palatable for people. Now, again, this is not your job to make things palatable or digestible, especially for people who are choosing to be ignorant. But this is more of a response to people who call themselves brutally honest. Because you can be honest without brutality. You can be truthful, kindly, even when the truth isn't kind on its own. But people are far more likely to listen when you do it in a way that encourages that listening. And I don't know about you, but I've never personally been encouraged by brutal honesty. So we fight this by practicing telling the truth more gently.